This is Minutia Minutia Men Men. with Rick and Dave. So, Dave, this is a big week in my house because my uh, youngest son, Sean, is turning 21 years old. Yes. Lila's going to be in a week. Yeah. 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 Just remember, the moms were pregnant at At the the same same time. time, We've got pictures of them back to back with their big bellies. We should do that art with our big bellies. (laughs) (laughs) I, you Not look, a bad idea. Actually, you only look four or five months pregnant. Thank you. Thank You've you. been working out. Yeah, right? I have been. I'm, I'm still been. I'm yeah. still in my third trimester. Well, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm having twins. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good point. But so anyway, Sean is uh, coming. He's he's going to school. He's at Northern Illinois University. Why did you just do the uh, the the air quotes going to school? Because <laughs> he's in a fraternity. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, he's coming home. For his birthday, but not to see us. No. He's coming home because I gave him Cubs tickets for his birthday. Oh, well, that's... So he and one of his fraternity brothers are going to go to the Cubs game. Who is he coming with Thumb? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Tiger. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Animal? What's his yeah. word? Okay. And the two of them are going to go Tiger. to see a Cubs game and have their first beers ever. Yes, I'm sure. Yes. Hey, Rick, you know, I went to a Cub game with Sean yeah. a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He, I think he was drinking beer. What? Yeah, I think what? You actually you had bought him the beer, didn't you? No, I did not. No. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't did do I? it. But, right. of course, he's got a fake ID. Yeah, of course. You know. Note to police, my son Sean has got a fake ID. But it'll be real starting this week. Well, his name isn't going to ever be... Lewinda Schmickelfammer <laughs> or whatever he's using. Uh, what um, is he going to then come back here after the game? Are, you gonna, are they going to hang out here afterwards? Yeah, but I'm not going to be around because oh, I'm leaving the country. <laughs> so I won't even be here. Oh, that's right. So uh, Tommy is going to be in charge of driving him there. To the Cub game. To the Cub yeah. game and picking him up. Oh. Or at least driving him to the L so he can take the L and then picking him up. Because he's going to be a mess. I'm not oh, letting him drive. There's no, no way. And no, then they're no. going to stay here at the house that night. But anyway, so that's it's a, it's a big it's a big moment in 21. our lives. Yeah. Twenty one well, years old. Well, yeah, Lila. Then, well, next week, um, going to be, and I think we're going to go to Champagne and we're going to buy her the first legal beer. That's nice. Right. That's um, nice. Well, we have a show to do, so let's get to it. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Man, Man with Rick and Dave. Hey, you know what address he used on the fake ID? This, he didn't want to use our address. No. What did he, use? he used my mother's address. <laughs> and I said to him, you could not have chosen a worse address because she'll turn you in oh, in a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, not at all. You cannot yeah, do that. That's just not so. That, he is not 21. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, why does it? Why do you need to put a address on a fake ID? I, don't, I never had a fake ID. I have no, I have no idea. But you, if it's a fake ID, you can put a fake address on the fake ID. Uh, of course you can. Right. But then you can't remember it when you're drunk. Oh, okay. See how That's, that works. Okay. That well, boy, you just are not a very good drunk. Well, you know, Lila's in Champagne. Yeah, she doesn't need a fake ID. No, that's true. I mean, yeah, there are no laws in Champagne. <laughs> it's like, what, like, champagne what? is like the wild, wild <laughs> west. Yeah. Hey, we got a big show here. We better get okay here. So, Rick, when I ask you, this will be a little minutia men quiz without the jingle. Okay. People that you really want to punch in the face, who comes to <laughs> okay. your, who comes to mind? 
Oh, there's so many. Uh, <clears throat> I can think of one orange face that I'd like to punch. Okay, but sure. uh, like Bill Lambeer. Yeah, remember oh, him? Oh, you know, uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I know he's. I know he's got the uh, the Achilles problem, but I, you know that means he can't he can't get me back when well, I when I punch can't him run in away the face. from you. Yeah, uh, Alex Jones. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jay Cutler always had a oh, punchable yeah. face. Totally. He was on our team. Yeah. Hey, whatever. But what about Pharma Bro Martin Scarella? Oh, yeah. Top, Top of the list. Right. Maybe number one. Well, now I think there's another reason to even hate this guy more other than the <laughs> fact that he just gouging dying people. Yeah. Out of their drugs. In a recent tweet on Twitter. I refuse it to call it. Do you call it X? No, I don't. Yeah. On a recent tweet on Twitter, he posts after five great months. I am now single. You know what? I didn't even know he was out of jail. Then he must have gone out of jail recently. Recently, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have nothing but good say uh, things to say about my amazing ex girlfriend. Now that now that starts nice, right? I mean, he's like, okay, he's turned the page, right? Yeah. Um, but then he goes on to say, uh, I have discovered I don't really have time or capacity to really be in a relationship. But if you really want to date me. Here is a form you can fill out, and he linked. Oh no! And he linked a form, a Google Doc form, on his Twitter page. <laughs> There's no way. Right. So you know, he's now single, ready to mingle, yeah. uh-huh. but he doesn't have time for the the days to right. fill out this form. Exactly. Um, now I got this form. Okay. And I and I uploaded it. Now there's the usual demographic information. Yeah. Okay. You know, name, email, right. phone number, whatever. Sure. But then he gets. There's some odd questions. <laughs> okay, here. I okay. can't wait to hear these. Um, have you ever been to prison or jail? Okay. I think it's a pretty should know. Wow, right? Okay. Um, uh, what is your gang mob set crew affiliation? Wow. Okay. I think he's talking about like what the if blue. you were in prison, I, you know, like were you the Aryans? Yeah, were you the right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. The 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 femmes of the years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, have you ever been self-identified? Or have been considered by your peers to be a thought. T-H-O-T. What you know is that? that? I have no I idea. I think it's a woman of loose morals. Okay. So I don't know if it's good or bad. What It just says, have you ever. Oh, okay. Um, and here's another question. Include a link on to a video of you speaking or presenting. <laughs> okay. Because one thing I cannot abide is, a, is an annoying voice. Well, yeah. or, or someone who can't use PowerPoint correctly. Right. right? Yeah. Um, are you willing to are you willing to become pregnant? Like okay. he wants that? That's what he's looking for? I don't know. It just it's just a question. Submit your cover letter or resume. <laughs> what are your hobbies and interests? What's the last book you read? Here's my favorite one. What does effective accelerationism mean to you? Do you agree with the entropy school? Okay, just I want to punch him right now. So, I took the liberty to create a form for potential partners, God forbid that you and I ever needed one. Okay. Okay. So I've got some questions, just a few. Okay. Right. Um, now this, and are you talking about like a life partner or a, a podcast partner? <laughs> you know what? I think these are applicable to, okay. to both of them. All okay. Right. First question. Do you always serve pickles with sandwiches? That would be yeah. something that you would need to know. I would need to know right. that. Yes. What's your favorite brand of herring? I'm not asking if you like herring, because that's an implied, you know, that's implied. But what is your favorite brand of herring? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you find gout sexy? Right? (laughs) It sounds to me like... (laughs) 
that this is all you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It does uh, sound like well, that. Gets, yeah. Here, uh, here's a question for me. Huh. Do you engage in mild racism when driving? <laughs> Because I would like to know. I don't want, you know, yeah, I don't want on a sure. first date yeah. to have them being, oh, my Suddenly, God. Oh, he's yeah, right. all offended. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you find men that get out of bed three times a night to pee hot? <laughs> and finally, this may be the most important one, certainly for yeah. both you and I. Are you handy? Right? Because. <laughs> yeah. Well, I God forbid yeah. we're on our that own. That picture's not going to hang <laughs> yeah, itself. Right, right. So, yeah, that's a good point. So uh, <clears throat> kids, uh, males or females. Martin um, Scarelli is available. Just fill out the form and perhaps you can. Um, what a prick. A what a prick. Yeah. All right. I've got a story for you. Um, this is you're, this is just shocking. A poll conducted by an advertising trade group in New York asked each of the creative directors of the big Madison Avenue advertising agency to submit their choice for the worst television commercial ever made. One commercial was nominated more than any other, and it was made in 1975. And I have to tell you, it's it's worthy of its title. The product is Love's Baby Soft. Now, picture, if you will, a grown woman mm-hmm. dressed in a negligee in soft lighting. Right. Licking, hand, a handsome woman. A, a quite attractive, att- yes. Blonde woman. Um, licking a giant lollipop in a relatively lewd fashion. Yeah. I mean, like nibbling at it. She'd you know, be a thought. Like... Perhaps <laughs> yes. a thought. Yes, a thought. Um, and so let me play the commercial for you. You have to understand the visual before right. you hear it. Here we go. It's a, a, a hot blonde woman licking a Licking lollipop. a lollipop. Yep, here we go. There's one person nobody can resist, and that's a baby. So love made baby soft with the innocent scent of a cuddly, clean baby that grew up very sexy in foaming bath, body lotion, body powder, and body mist. So innocent, it may well be the sexiest fragrance around. Love's baby soft because innocence is sexier than you think for your baby at Christmas. For the pedophile in your family. I was going to say, child pornography is there. I mean, can you freaking believe that? Do you remember when we had our radio, when we, of course you do, when we owned yeah. the Amish, when we were doing radio commercials, uh, yeah. commercials, mm-hmm. running and producing them. And there was a, there was a website that said worst radio, worst Chicago radio commercials. Yeah. And was one of ours on there? No, but I would check that website every <laughs> friggin' week. Cause you were worried. I'm worried that one of our commercials <laughs> would go up there. Uh, uh No. No. Hey, we got uh, another great review. God, we're getting, it's beginning to get a lot of them. Okay. Uh, headline, love the wide range of guests. Every interview is with someone interesting. Love the Goldberg episode, which we just had a few months ago. This is um, by Plus Size Guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, uh, it could be you. Uh, United States of America, Apple Podcast. And this was actually just given a few, day, a few weeks ago as well. So okay. thank you, Plus Size Guy. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's time for another feature. We call this one Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the Rick and Dave archives, which are vast. And we find something over the last uh, 40 years that ties into this week. And this week is the birthday of Bill Curtis. Mm. Hello, Bill Curtis. Yeah. Uh, Bill Curtis, who we had on the show, who is just the greatest guy. He's the greatest guy. And 
sounds like a journalist 24 mm-hmm. hours a day, every moment of the day. But it turns out that he had another side to him that we did not know about until we did research mm-hmm. into him. He was a disc jockey back in the day. And we talked to him about that. And here it is. I want to hear about a young disc jockey in Kansas from KTOP Radio <laughs> named Tony Curtis. <laughs> wow, I know him. Uh, Radio One, <laughs> KTOP Radio One. Uh, we had a disc jockey known as uh, Professor J. Jasmo Bob, <laughs> professor of the College of Knowledge of Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. With the uh, sonoramic news cruiser number one uh, (laughs) driving throughout Topeka Color Channel. (laughs) God, I love it. What's the weather? (laughs) Tell us the weather. (laughs) You know, it was was the days of top 40 radio. I don't even know that that's still around. Um, And and they had all the teenagers, uh, you know, in town Mm -hmm. listening. Hey, you were it's one of them. Of a, you were a teenager, yeah, too. Yeah. Right? It was 150,000 uh, people, the capital of Kansas, and they would pull into the drive-in and uh, be li- all listening to K-Top radio. And uh, I, I uh, was able to stand it for six months. <laughs> I, was, I was going to college at uh, the University of Kansas, uh, 30 miles away, and I would commute over. And But... It was almost uh, self-induced insanity. <laughs> because you, you go into the room and the same records at the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, every day. I suppose if I'd put my mind to it, I could have been better. But, <laughs> are there, uh, are there still some songs that make you like... Uh... Uh, you know, break into a sweat. You know, <laughs> when well, yeah, all shook up. Uh, you know, Elvis Presley. Uh, uh, all right, and this is interesting. I caught the uh, uh, ears of the attention of my uh, daughter uh, when I was, you know, playing records. Um, Elvis was brand new, right? So we would wait for the latest record, and he'd bring out, uh, you know, starting with. Uh, What's the dog song? Yeah, yeah. Nothing but a hound dog? Or, yeah, yeah. Hound, hound dog. And, and But I remember uh, All Shook Up because I really liked that. And uh, the others have kind of passed on into oblivion. <laughs> so so why Tony Curtis? Was that was that obviously, I mean, to, was he a star at that time, Tony Curtis? Yeah. The, yeah, okay. He was very big, and that's only half of it. It was Tony Curtis with a K. Yeah, Rick. Of course, totally different. And so, and it was not my idea. Oh, it, it was, wasn't. Uh, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, yeah, wasn't Landecker? All right, we went into another yeah. topic there, but <clears throat> Tony Curtis with a K. You, um, if you live in Chicago, yeah, and you go to like any museum or any attraction tony curtis's or tony curtis uh, bill curtis's voice is somehow right. connected to it right like we did the u-boat i think it's i think it's nationwide oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. he does uh, we every, actually uh, in that interview if you want to go check it out it's minutiaman uh celebrity interview number 28 uh, episode 28 his career has been absolutely astounding he's a voiceover machine he's yeah. got a studio in his house and he just just cranks him out but over like, and over and over you know and, airports and um yeah, yeah, Tony, he's, he's everywhere. So um, I mentioned that I think I could probably come up with a song every yeah. week that ties in. You know, it turns out again this okay. week, Dave. Uh, 
1994, this oh. week in 1994, the show Friends oh, sure. Did that debuted. debuted. Okay. Um, and, you know, we watched that as part of the Landecker show. Mm-hmm. And the Landecker show had an older audience, which would be like our audience now. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it, And they kind of watched that show as a... You know, as the parents of the friends, yeah, as sure. opposed to the friend, and then we actually called this song "Parents of Friends" because we were actually the exact age of we were, we were of, yeah. of the friends. So, so here is "Parents of Friends." When I last heard from you was a month. Today, you're on the phone again. How much do I got to pay? I know it's hard to start a new career when your refrigerator is only filled with a pizza and beer. But I still pay for you. You know it doesn't matter when I still pay for you. Or when your car breaks down again. up in your room talking on that bong you've completely cleaned the basement out of furniture and we're still not sure if your new roommate is a him or a her <laughs> well okay you get the idea <laughs> well, that's even more prevalent now uh, so let me ask you parents so, of friends it's called from landecker and the legends volume two so from the time okay so yeah. something happens you know lorena bobbitt Right, slices off a penis. <laughs> yeah. The first thing, the first you th- you back in whatever nineteen ninety whatever. Yeah. The first thing you do is saying I, that's a parody song, right? Yes. I mean that's the yeah. that was your go to. Right. Then you write it. Yeah. And then you tell John. Yeah. And then from the time that the news item to the time that it's produced, how long could would three days? Not even or well, no, <clears throat> you know. Six hours. Really? Yeah, right. So we would, now the band right. would go in and record it later. Yeah. Um, but we usually played like a version of, like a demo, you know, on a karaoke. Like a prototype uh, of right. Okay. Uh, but John would do it live on the air the, the next day. Yeah. You know, and it was, and then we'd get the band in, so. Can you imagine how huge you would have been if TikTok was? <laughs> you'd be, for, you'd be well, an influencer. Yeah. Well. Hey, but I'm not, as it turns out. Hey, would this be too hard because I didn't tell you to do this? To fire up the Florida jingle? Um, it might gonna be. T- it's it's going to take yeah, a little it's, hard. It's to too hard. I can't find All it. All right. So this um, story comes out of Florida. Florida man arrested trying to cross. What's wrong with you, Florida? Not bad. Thank you. Uh, Florida man arrested trying to cross Atlantic Ocean in a giant hamster wheel. <laughs> you know, I saw this story. According to Storyful, Ray Reza Balucci was stopped by the U.S. Coast Guard trying to cross the vast Atlantic Ocean in a giant hamster wheel. Balucci, <laughs> not Balucci, but Balucci, although now. John Belushi, that makes yeah. it funnier if he's in that. Yeah. Was found in the hamster wheel with nearly 70 nautical miles from Tybee Island, Georgia. A court filing said Belucci was armed with two knives and threatened to use a bomb to blow himself up, which turns out that that was all 
hoo ha. Yeah, why would you? I don't know. Why would you carry (laughs) weapons like in case you run into a shark or something? Or yeah, uh, but according to the Flager County Sheriff's Office, Bellucci had a similar incident incident in 2021. So this is not (laughs) even the first time he has done this. Uh, and here's a just pic- let him go. <laughs> right, right. Just let him the, go. What's the worst that could happen? Here's a picture. Yeah, uh, I've seen this. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, ridiculous. It's a. It is a big. He manufactured this. He created this big. But it's you know how many steps he's getting. You know, the, oh, good point. I didn't even think of that. It's really good exercise. Did you have gerbils when you were a kid? No. So I did. Yeah. Um, and you know who else did? Richard Gear. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he loved he just had lots of pets when he was, he was young. J- Richard Gere. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people confuse yeah. me and Richard yeah. Gere. So, you know, you ha- you know what the hamster wheel is. Yeah. Right. And remember the plastic habitat. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Well, my gerbils. Well, first I bought two. Tell gerbil- everybody what their names were. Bonnie and Clyde. OK. OK. Roger and Pete were my hamsters. And OK. So right. Bonnie and Clyde uh-huh. were the two. We're the matriarch and the patriarch. Now, sure. we knew that they were opposite sex. Okay. We did not know how hoary they were because they ended up having tons of babies. Well, right? yeah. I mean, and the babies ended up, you know, the brothers and sisters started to oh, have their own little wow. De- Appalachia. Wow. You know, was this, this you know, this, yeah. this deliverance thing going on there. So, and some of them were born with three paws and okay you know yeah and, double you know. heads yes i mean it was yeah it was it was I, my mom and what's interesting is my like my mom they would just <laughs> let this happen but anyways they had this plastic wheel sure and my gerbils would gnaw on the side of the wheels okay so when one guy was running yeah. on it there was this like jagged edge that was spinning around okay right? and one gerbil got I don't know if it was either three paw or lumpy or stumpy or whatever, mm-hmm. got too close and like <gasps> severed. I, I don't know if they have a jugular vein, but yeah. severed their. Wow. Their, their neck. This and is like an ABC after school special. It was like Scarface. I mean, there was like a big spurt of blood. Wow. Um, and all the other gerbils like yeah. noticed this and just pounced on the to eat them. Yeah. Just, just destroy it. <laughs> it's the circle of life. Son. Right, right. It's the circle of and life. I remember telling, I'm, I'm like running to my mom, look what they're doing to three paw. And she's like, yeah, I'm not cleaning that up. That was what her response okay. was, was yeah. not, was not, you know, the Texas chainsaw massacre that was going on. It was that she wasn't going to have anything. Yeah, to do it's with. funny. You, so uh, you're talking about the animal kingdom. Uh, I've got a story about the animal kingdom too. Oh. Um, it's almost as if, we plan these shows <laughs> with some sort of theme. <laughs> so this is a story about uh, a new species of spiders. No, oh. all right. Scientists, you love spiders, I, dude. I oh, love them. Scientists in Brazil announced that they had identified three new species of spiders, and subsequently named them. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Kirk, McCoy, and Spock. Okay, I see the. I see yeah, where they're going. Right. There. So the main characters of Star Trek. The trio of spiders are part of the Roddenberrius genus. Uh, so it's a taxonomic classification name for Gene Roddenberry, who created the 1960 science fiction television yeah. series. Now, this if I know a lot about Brazilian um, animal species. Oh, you do? I do. Because, and I'm not making this up, there are three different birds 
in Brazil named Kempfer. Are they the that Kempfer? are named Kempfer? Yeah, okay. So I've been studying this for years. Um, they're named after the ornithologist Emil Kempfer. Right. Who's, this is a real thing. Who's far more famous than you are. Far more famous. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you the, the names of the birds in order of size. All okay. right. First, there's Kempfer's woodpecker. Okay. Which is a wine-hued head, a cream-colored body. Its wings are striped uh-huh. in black and chestnut brown. It's actually quite a striking and bird. Elephantitis for ankles, right? <laughs> and the second bird is Kempfer's toady tyrant. Oh, all right. So that's that's a, the mischievous one. Well, it's a small olive-colored flycatcher with a distinct yellow wing edges. Okay, all right, and a and a dark olive uh, back and yellow underparts. I think you had a leisure suit that looked like that. (laughs) But here's my favorite thing from the description. And I'm reading the descriptions right off the internet. It says, note the Buffy lures. (laughs) Wow. I used to call you Buffy lures back in college. And then the third one, the smallest one, is called the Kempfer's micropenis. (laughs) Oh, no. That's... That was not a bird. That was a different website that that you're on. That is not the bird. All right. So there's only two. But... uh, if you ever want to know anything more about Brazilian animal species of any kind, you just call me and let me know. So that was a five and a half minute lead up to a joke. Uh, was, a, was a penis like, joke, yes. Yeah. A penis <laughs> joke. I mean, give me some credit. It's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. And let's be let's be fair. Mm. People learned something in that feature. Well, one of our reviews a couple of months ago said they give such valuable information. See, <laughs> so, like, see, we scoffed at that, but maybe, maybe that person was right. All right, so the the uh, celebrity potpourri, and by the way, a couple of weeks ago, I asked for people to send in there. Oh, now so, it's like I'm getting tons of it's them. It's like miracle of uh, remember miracle on thirty fourth Street yes. when all the yes. Santa letters <clears throat> came to the. I love them. Court. I lo- I keep sending them mm-hmm. because you never know. They're like this one is pretty high quality. Uh, I'm not sure it's a hundred percent true, but I'm gonna pretend like it is. Yeah, uh, this is from Jason. It's in fact, he kind of says it in the first sentence here. I tell this story all the time, and it's technically a celebrity story, even though I never met the person. Nobody ever believes it's true, and my one witness doesn't speak to me anymore. (laughs) But I swear this happened. I was in New York on a date with a girl I was seeing, she lived in Soho. So we had dinner at a Chinese restaurant in her neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> you see where this is going? Okay. Yes, I do. And I think it's going to make a great song, yeah. too. This man walked by the front window of the restaurant <laughs> holding an umbrella. Yeah, okay. I recognized him right away. It was Warren Zevon. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, Warren Zevon. So, you know, yeah, yeah, where yeah. you see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when it hit me. I was in Soho. <laughs> I had a Chinese menu in my hand. <laughs> I recited the entire line of the song for my date. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand walking down the streets of Soho in the rain, which is what Warren Zevon was doing. And she didn't even look up. She She said, that's the Soho in London, she said. And at that moment, I knew I would never date her again. Oh, my God. No kidding. Yeah, right there. That's the deal breaker right now. Yeah, I know it's the Soho, but it's still... Probably not a true story. I'm going to say it's probably not a true story, but I like it anyway. You know, I'm saying I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and this is a true story. Yeah. So thank you, Jason. If, and again, if you want to send in your emails, please do. Minutiamenpodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, Rick at EckhartExpress.com. David at EckhartExpress.com. We look forward to yes, your to Rick. I'm too busy. I know. He, does, he really doesn't care. So uh, you're off somewhere. I right? am. Where, I am. Where, Time for your three month European vacation, or, yeah, or every three months? What's going on? It's been a it's been a while since I went. I haven't been there since last May. To Europe. To Europe, yeah. To Wait, Ireland. Well, didn't you go to London for something? No, I did not. Okay. That was that was a year and a half ago. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, you make it sound like I go there all the time. <laughs> okay. Gonna, yeah, gonna go to Switzerland. Yeah. Gonna go to. I'll Italy. take care of everything. Yeah. With, with, the, with the new book coming out. Right. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. I got yeah. your book coming out. Right. Uh, just why don't you go on your? I'll take care of your book as it comes out. Should I tell people about the book? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's called the Loop Files, right. and it's available. It's out website. there right now at EckhartsPress.com. It's a book about the history of the Loop mm-hmm. radio station, which uh, it, maybe you're a fan. Mm-hmm. Maybe you you know, listen to you, us then. Yeah. Even if you're not from Chicago, there's definitely value in this book. It's an oral. That's the oral history of the most outrageous radio station mm-hmm. ever. That's mm-hmm. the subtitle that tells the whole thing. It's, you know. Told by the people that were there, all the big stars, some of which we've had on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to check it out. And it's gonna. And the best part about this book is it's on sixty pound white offset. Why? Yeah, and perfect some. and perfect bound with the ten point go to one side cover. Yeah, that is the best. Uh, One hundred and fifty interviews, two hundred photographs. It's it's a beautiful book. Well worth it. And it's uh, cheap, yeah. too. <laughs> okay. Really cheap. All right. So yeah. we have people to thank for this podcast. Who do, who do we need to thank? Uh, again, Tony Lasano, thank you for all that you do for us. Yes. Uh, Tony Lasano, the executive producer of the show with opishows.com. Uh, what is Opi again? That is. Oh, that would be Hippo backwards. That's exactly correct. And then Ed Silla. Ed Silla. We love him, too. Ed Silla distributes, um, owner of the Radio Misfits podcast network. Right. Um, still waiting for the executive key to the bathroom. That yeah. We you'd think by now. you think hey, after how many? Uh, like 500 uh, something yeah. or whatever. We, we don't think. Who the hell yeah. else is, who is going to get it? Uh, but we will be back again in, well, in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, Actually, uh, yeah, yeah, in two weeks. Okay. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of... Man. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?